You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This is episode 117 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. And this is Sophia Agala. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WESA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. Sophia, it's been a long time since we've chatted and recorded this show. At the last time, you know, we were preparing for the August show. Now that show's over. What was your favorite part about that show? My favorite event was our Brushes and Bites party, including J.T. Rockwell and his meet and greet. And that's just, not only was the food display beautiful, but it was so great to see JT interact with all of the attendees, but also finish a painting live that we will raffle off next January for West Trust and National Little Bridges. So both of those things combined were just a great start to our second day of the West Trade Show. Great. Now, I think you guys just released a post-show report. What are some of the stats that you can share from that with our listeners? Yes, I'm very excited to share that because with almost 200,000 square feet of exhibit space, the August West Trade Show keeps growing. So we had over 600 stores in attendance. Almost 10% of those were actually new to the West Trade Show, and they get to visit with over 200 exhibitors. So it was a great show. And now everyone's back home, and they're starting to prepare for the end of the year. When, uh, give me the dates and uh, everything else for the next show that will take place, the next Wester show in Dallas. The next Wester trade show is set for January 17th through the 20th, again in Dallas, Texas. And the exhibitors have actually submitted their contracts already. So we're working on that space assignment right now. And the buyers can pre-register via westsidetrade.com and get their badges mailed in advance. All righty. Thanks. During today's show, we take a closer look at a major Western retailer without any brick or mortar stores. Back on the saddles, a 30-plus-year-old retailer that began selling through catalogs and has successfully added online sales to serve customers throughout the country. Senior buyer Jessica Shaw joins us today to talk about how the company handles these two sales channels. Jessica Shaw from Back in the Saddle, thanks so much for joining us today on the Wisdom by Wessa show. Hi, how are you? This is an intriguing company that you're with. For those of us, for those of you who are listening in, uh, Back in the Saddle uses one form of marketing that actually got its start back in the 1400s and another form of marketing that is probably not more than 20 years old. And by that, I mean the company markets through a catalog and online. But the first catalog, by the way, Jessica, if you didn't know, was introduced in 1498 by a guy who had a printing press, printed books and did a catalog to sell books. So if you decide to sell books, 
you might check back on that and see if there's something to do. But I'm intrigued by the fact that you're using, I mean, the first catalog in this country was, uh, oh, I looked again, Tiffany's in 1845 and Montgomery Ward in 1872. Yours started about 30 years ago. What's interesting is it's still a very viable marketing source, but you've paired it with a very modern marketing source. So why don't you tell us just a little bit about Back in the Saddle, what it encompasses and how you manage to use both of these marketing tools for your benefit and your customer's benefit? Sure. So back in the saddle, we are a catalog company where for the horse lovers and a Western lifestyle, we carry everything from Western fashion wear for the women, casual clothing, accessories, which include, you know, footwear, boots, bags, hats, hair accessories, home decor, collectibles, statues, figurines, kids, jewelry. We have a great assortment of jewelry. Everything, you know, is definitely our focus is for the horse enthusiast and also with a Western lifestyle. Great. And has it always had that broad of a product line? Over the years, it's, you know, we've definitely grown our apparel. Our focus is more in, you know, moving into the apparel world, but we've always had a really strong assortment of unique gifts and proprietary products you know, with the horse theme for the the statues, you know, one of our bigger times of the year is at the holiday time. So we've always had a huge gift assortment um, and very unique items. And our apparel has really expanded more. Now, I know you make a big investment in the catalog side of the business. I think when we spoke earlier, you print and distribute five catalogs a year? We have five seasons. Yep. So we have five major seasons throughout the year, fall, winter, spring and the summer. And within those five seasons, you know, we'd mail, have a new mailing every three weeks to a customer. And there's a new assortment in all, in the five big seasons, there's a new, at least 30% new offering of items. And typically it's about like maybe 400 items in a book. That's a big task. How, I mean, I'm sure you're involved with it, but how do you decide from one catalog? I understand the seasonal side, but how do you decide from one catalog to the next, what gets taken away and what gets added? Again, in that sort of where the, it's unique for us is the customer reaction and response. You know, we can tell if somebody does, if something's not selling, we know the customer that nobody really responded to it. And, you know, that's when that becomes, you know, just like at a store, it goes into the sales section. Things that are our best sellers, you know, we continue and we try to uh, change them and make them more unique or come up with a new version to just keep offering something new for our customers so they continue to come back. Now, let's chat a bit about the website, because as we chatted earlier, actually the catalog oftentimes drives a website sale, although they can order directly from the catalog. But how closely do those two work together as marketing tools? Are they different audiences? Are they different product lines? Do I find the same thing on the website as I would find in the catalog? How does that all work? Ordering online and catalog is about 50, it's about a 50 50 split. So, the catalog, you know, we do, I think that does drive the customer to the website. There is a much larger assortment on the website because we carry, you know, 
like I said in the book, it's just seasonal. Within each season, you're only going to see what's specific to what's going on at that time. But on the website, you're going to have everything that was in the season before, the season after. You're going to have, you know, um, an extended sales section. Um, so there's a lot, a larger offering online than what we have in the catalog. Okay. And so they're both working together very well. Are, is the pricing the same in the catalog and online? Yes. Okay, so I can look at something in a catalog, and if I'm used to buying online, I can switch over to the website and buy online just like I buy other things online all the time. Exactly. Same thing. Right. It's just, you know, it's the catalog is, it's definitely the, um, you know, it's that coffee table. You, It's in your house for a long time. You know, you get it mailed to you. I have a stack of catalogs I keep all the time. <laughs> sure okay. we all do, right? Now, you've been in the business, I know, for quite some time. You've been with this firm for a while. What have you noticed that has changed in the way that you select or look at merchandise, recognizing you've, you're going to market it in two channels? It's pretty much so when selecting an item, it's all based on who the customer is. I mean, that's the biggest change between each, you know, different company. Based on who your customer is, what they respond to, and making sure that the items that, you know, that I'm selecting or developing or, you know, that it's something I know they're going to like. I'm, you know, I'm not going to put something that a 20 year old would want. I, you know, it's something more for my customer who's, you know, the average customer for us is probably she's in her 60s or early 60s. These are these are people who were buying on catalogs before there was an Internet. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. and so they're very comfortable doing that. Do, do you foresee the, continuing to use the catalog for years to come? Oh, yes. The catalog is who we are. I mean, that's our main, that, that's who we are. We're a catalog company. Um, and we are also, you know, we have the website, which is another part of our business. It, it's not something we would walk away from. <laughs> so you look at it as both a print and an online catalog. Correct. Yep. Okay. So, and yeah. I, we talked about this as well. Where do you find, I know you go to Wes's shows and we'll talk about mm -hmm. that too, because you told me Wes may be one of the important sources for you to come up with products for the coming months or the coming years. In addition to Wes uh, as the buyer, where are you finding the ideas that are going to move through the catalog or the website? A lot of, you know, trend watching, um, looking to see what's going on out there in the market with our vendors at there's WESA, there's, you know, different trade shows we go to, different vendors we work with. It's kind of, you know, using that is really what's setting the trend to see what's going on and what's working, as well as, you know, again, analyzing what our customers like and respond to, you know, that really key in knowing what they like, but what's going on and how can I make sure that I've got that trend that's going to work for their target, you know, for what they're looking for. And it's within their, you know, age group or their liking. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. If I'm someone who has been buying through the website, I'm not the 60 mm -hmm. plus year old demographic. I've been buying through the website. Do you then 
send to me a notice that the new catalog is out or is a way that you can uh, communicate with me after I've made a purchase and you now have contact information? Well, it's just like when you come to the website, of course, like you go to any other website that we're going to ask you, you know, the pop-up comes up asking for your email and, you know, giving you an offer of some kind. And on the website, there'll be, you know, you can request a catalog. So I can yeah. request a catalog and then I uh, can get that. Because my guess is that there are people, if they Google, you know, Western fashion, whatever, yeah. your name is going to come up, your website will come up, they see something they like and they order it. And from your standpoint, you'd like to make certain from, that they also might be a catalog customer uh, because that's really how you expand your, your marketing muscles. So I kind of wanted to see how that might work. What else should we know? about back in the saddle? What should our listeners know? We offer, you know, quality products, great assortment, you know, that we're expanding our apparel and we're, we're true to who our horse enthusiast, horse lover, you know, designs that our customer, our true tried and true customers love, but we're also expanding. So we, you know, I want to be that stop for them that they come to us for everything for their apparel and their gifts. And their full ensemble, from their footwear to their jewelry to um, their jackets and their sweaters, everything. Okay. And I do want to clarify something. You do not carry actually tack saddles and equipment. No. Nope. And let's clarify no, that. that the, I don't go to you to get a new saddle or a new bridle. The name says back in the saddle, but it really is a fashion women's fashion business, not a tack business. Yeah, a Western okay. lifestyle. Yep. Okay, that's what I wanted to clarify for those people. When they see the name or hear the name, might think they can also get that from you as well as clothing. Listen, Jessica, I appreciate you taking the time. I like the way you guys go about doing business. You're very old school on one side and very new, modern technology marketing on the other. And it sure seems to work as long as you keep putting in the products that everybody wants. And it would appear you've been pretty successful at that. <laughs> yes. Come check us out. Will Back do. Backinthesaddle.com. Backinthesaddle.com. And if they want a catalog, if somebody says, gee, I'd like one of those catalogs, they can go to the website and order it? Yep. You go right down to um, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and it says, you know, request free catalog. And I'll get them from, I'll get all of them from that point on. Yes. Okay. Hey, Jessica, thanks so much. We appreciate your time and good luck to you and everybody at Back in the Saddle. Great. Thank you. The show notes and the links from today's show can be found at wisdombywessa.com. And of course, we'd love to hear your feedback. There's a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players. You can also listen on wisdombywessa.com. Be sure to visit all great shows of the Horse Reader Network at horsereadernetwork.com. Wessa, where the industry meets. <laughs>